Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Isaac Mahangos. I'm here with my co-host, Dorian. Hello. And we're going to bring you to some news. Today's topic, we're going to be discussing artificial intelligence, Elon Musk, and cryptocurrency. My thoughts on cryptocurrency continued. And uh, Ford bringing on their new electric vehicle. And just some more stuff. Um, what will you be covering today, Dorian? Well, you know, I'm just going to be talking about some artificial intelligence as well. Um, I'll put my thoughts about crypto. I know you talked about crypto, crypto Elon Musk, um, all sorts of stuff like SpaceX, um, Blue Origin. Um, but, you know, I'll just be kind of sharing my thoughts about those uh, aspects, those uh, news, um, and, you know, how there's this Olympic um, – team that's going to be funded by bitcoin um because their local currency yeah isn't really doing too hot right now so they're leveraging bitcoin Mm. we're also going to talk about youtube shorts and that's probably going to be the where i go off because i don't like youtube shorts please stop making youtube like ten thousand things all right first thing first uh elon elon said uh, Tesla will no longer be accepting Bitcoin as a form of payment for their Teslas, which I found um, pretty interesting (laughs) because within a matter of minutes, uh, I saw that tweet, right? Like I was on on that within the first minute, and then I go over to check the, uh, the stats on Bitcoin and you just see this giant dip. It was like 10%, man. Well, I wonder if also, you know, it's still related to when, you know, he was on SNL and he basically said that, yeah, crypto is basically a, mm-hmm. a sham. I think he said, like, uh, he couldn't even explain it, right? Like, m- he's making fun of the fact that, like, most people that talk about it can't explain the technology. And it's kind of true, right? Yeah, yeah, it's really hard to explain. I myself don't really have a really good explanation other than it's basically an alternative to uh, the U.S. dollar, mm-hmm. to any currency, to gold. Yeah. It's supposed to be um, a limited source uh, that, just like gold, um, where you can, instead of carrying gold bricks around, you carry a, a Bitcoin wallet. Bitcoin? Bitcoins can be made out of gold. Sort of. <laughs> I mean, you see the fake ones. At one point, well, at one point, we just have like Bitcoin with like NFTs in them, and then you just kind of like trade. That'd be kind of cool. Someone make that. Like, it's you see the coins online. You just put like an NFT chip, and it'll. Oh, that, it's like so a that's physical. your wallet. Yeah, it's the like coin a, itself. Yeah, that'd be cool. That is cool. I would buy that. So yeah, it's uh, within that minute, I saw it and it dropped completely. Uh, I'm gonna pull up the tweet of what he said because to me it seems the preface was that bitcoin hogs up a lot of mining resources right like it takes energy uh, fossil fuels in the traditional sense um which may yeah that's true but apparently like most of it is fueled by like clean energy and it's like this weird symbiotic relationship where uh, since we need more mining, people are figuring out cleaner ways to mine. And um, there's this guy named, I think, Jax. Is it Jax? Uh, 
he's a YouTuber. He's like a finance guy. And he did a really great video about just that, like how we're mining and a majority of it in the United States is with clean energy, right? But like there's other countries that don't, they can't do that, right? They don't have the infrastructure of clean energy. So they have to use like fossil fuels. Right. Um, let me pull up tweets while Dorian talks about artificial intelligence. <laughs> just kind of piggybacking on what you were saying. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, on SNL, uh, Elon did mention he's an environmentalist. He wants clean energy, uh, a more sustainable earth, a more sustainable planet. So I don't think it's really that big of a, sur of a surprise that he's leveraging his, you know, um, influence in t in order to make a statement to try to make some change yeah it's uh but it sounded weird like this is what it says it says quote tesla has suspended vehicle purchasing purchases using bitcoin we are concerned about rapidly increased use of fossil fuels for bitcoin mining transactions especially coal which has the worst emissions of any fuel cryptocurrency is a good idea on many levels and we believe it has a promising future but it but this cannot come at a great cost to the environment. Tesla will not be selling any Bitcoin, and we intend to use it, it for transaction as soon as mining trans transition to more sustainable energy. We are also looking into cryptocurrency that use less than 1% of Bitcoin's energy slash transactions, end quote. So it's kind of weird. It seems sounds very formal to me. Like he never speaks in we. He always speaks in like I. So th there's like conspiracy theories now where it's like the board made him say that and tweet that and all that stuff. Yeah, that's a good uh, that's a good question. You know, what influenced his tweet? Was it other yeah. people involved? Um, but regardless, I can I think it's really um, related to his position, and mm -hmm. you know, who knows is if he was also mm -hmm. told to say those things as well. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it makes sense that he wants to be he wants to do both things because crypto is a very smart idea and then following that he talked about working with doge developers i didn't even know there was such thing as a doge doge developer like dogecoin developer to take um dogecoin as a form of payment to teslas and then uh, i was on that tweet the mo the moment it showed up too and you just see the spike. It was like at 46 cents, I think, 47. And then you just see it spike to like 54 cents. I was like, all right. Um, and I still think that Doge has that very accessible format, right? Like nobody, it's not complex, right? You don't have to read the white papers. You know what white papers are? They're just official documents that kind of detail some technical aspects. Yeah, it's like what the coin, what the purpose of the coin is, and it feels like you got to know like twenty five different freaking coding languages <laughs> just to figure out what they're saying. Sometimes it's like all complex. You know how when a journalist use big words, and yeah, like to impress other journalists. It's yeah. kind of the same. It's like the same thing. You know, profession. Like it's really annoying. So is Dogecoin really s simpler? I think it's like a. It became a joke. And then fate loves irony, right? And then it became like a better, more understood. I don't think Doge has white papers. I think it just like the whole preface was, oh, well, I'm just going to copy it. Because I think it has the same source code as Bitcoin. But it's just like they just changed like the name and that's it. 
Oh wow, that's it. I mean, there's unlimited. But yeah, uh, but going back to the white papers, yeah, it's super super complex. At some points, like what are you even saying? I I went to college, guys. <laughs> I don't even understand what they're saying. Like sometimes, okay, then you gotta research, and it becomes like a whole twenty minute thing just to see if you want to buy like ten like XLMs. By the way, guys, this is not financial advice ever. I do not ever give financial advice to anybody. Um, but yeah, where are we going? Oh yeah, th it just completely spiked over, and um, yeah, I think give it about like a year. And then they'll be like, oh, we're taking Bitcoin again. Well, uh, as far as what Elon is doing, you know, he does a lot of these kind of, yeah, I guess, you know, off off the cuff kind of moves. Yeah. And so it's to be expected. Um, that's why mm -hmm. he gets in trouble a lot. <laughs> uh, he's He says a lot of things, um, you know, when he started the Boring Company, I wasn't yeah. sure if he just meant like boring, like, you know, n uninteresting. I'm, yeah. like, I'm starting an uninteresting company, company. but uh, I think that's why he, you know, they call it Boring Company because they mm -hmm. bore holes. And so I think there's a lot of element of quirkiness and fun. And, you know, a, a lot of tech developers do believe in having, you know, things should be fun uh, when you engage with technology. When yeah. you do things in life, it should be fun. Uh, that always adds to it, so I think that's kind of the el those are those are the reasons why I think he likes Doge so much. Yeah. Um, when you talk about cryptocurrency, <laughs> it's not really accessible, like you're saying. There's so many white papers, so many technical things about it. But when you have something fun and silly like Dogecoin, um, and especially if it's stable, I've seen a lot of um, discussions, which I still don't understand about mm -hmm. how it how it is decentralized and how it you know works with deflation or inflation mm -hmm. um and which is interesting so there's definitely discussions about that but you know just the fact that it's called dogecoin it's a meme coin yeah it's fun to talk about for some reason which helps crypto yeah it does day. with this like dogecoin opens up the world of possibilities for people to understand right like oh how does this even work in the first place and you kind of slowly get into it that's kind of how it happened to me. I was like, oh, Dogecoin. Going to buy some Dogecoin, right? And then uh, I just started learning a lot more about it and making sense about it. And I think it's a great, yeah. Yeah, it's like a, a good way to have fun with the coin and learn about it. And, um, you know, just buy it for people that are in your life. And you're like, here, have some Dogecoin as like a meme. And then, like, oh, I, I have one of these now. What about the other ones? What are, what are my options now? And then you send them your Coinbase referral, and hopefully they use your ten dollars when you get ten dollars. Because when people ask me, I'm like, "Yeah, here's my referral. Please, please use my referral. I'm poor <laughs> and broke." Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's a. Uh, you have a tip jar, right? I have a tip jar. Not yet. I gotta set that up. Um, yeah, I should set up a tip jar. Just um, catch up, me guys. So if you're liking if you're liking what you're hearing from Isaac, just uh, <laughs> put your uh, meme coins outside so you can send them a, a nice uh, Doge coin. Yeah, well, I'm actually on the Foundation app. Um, that is, and, and I think that's where the discussion goes, right? Because uh, the more that I learn about it and these new technologies, it's like another layer of the internet that's coming into. Um, there's like, you know, Foundation is to me looks like a auctioning off nfts right you know what the nft is right? yeah it's a yeah. non-fungible token like this is a new layer to the internet that i'm seeing where people are like 
now that we have a better understanding of like coding, the physics of it, like how to program a computer and everybody's learning how to program a computer at, at like at an earlier age, you, they kind of like we can build so much with like open source technologies and help one another out because the technology is easier. It's more fun to learn than ever through like YouTube or some sort of like uh, Skillshare or something. So it's that's what I also saw it as. Like there's so many new ways to like decentralize everything and make sure that there's not like one person, Mark Zuckerberg, <coughs> constantly, just kidding, he's a lizard, just kidding, no shade to Mark. Um, kind of like Data. Kind of like Data. Uh, <laughs> from Star Trek. From Star Trek. I don't watch Star Trek, I'm sorry. I th this is, if this is the first time you hear it, then I'm sorry. <laughs> I've, I've, I know the references to Star Trek, like everybody. Yeah, so it's like a new layer of the internet because people have a better understanding. And uh, people can, I mean, I think there's some like, 15 year olds 16 year olds that can freaking code like there's no tomorrow it's like whoa like what was i doing when i was 15 16 like right like the people are getting smarter like they're not getting dumber they're getting way smarter and uh, I, d I think that's like the future of like all of this it started off with a meme and it's like becoming a whole thing yeah i think a uh, part of it that kind of isn't really understood is that sure the, these things are more accessible you have so many platforms where you can learn and understand about crypto, uh, mm -hmm. blockchain, all this new technology, artificial intelligence and things like that, new software. Um, but a lot of the things that makes it difficult is, you know, you do need money in order to, you know, mm -hmm. invest in these uh, softwares, new technology and things like that. Yeah. So for those youngsters out there, um, something I definitely did not, you know, really think about, you know, I've, I've worked uh, since I was young and you know I never really thought to use that money to invest into technology or software you know yeah. I, was, I was pretty distracted I was spending it on like Burger King and things like that oh yeah uh, but nowadays um, it, it really you really do need to find a way you know they say find your hustle find uh, your hustle <laughs> who are you Gary B <laughs> find your hustle and you know do something uh, provide value out in your community you know whether yeah. uh, it's a service or you know just just a job and then use that uh, money. So if you, the earlier you start, the better it will be. Uh, you know, I, uh, I've been investing in stocks since you know, maybe 2016, 2017. So it's been some years, and I've definitely learned like maybe one thing, <laughs> and that's not I'm terrible at timing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something impressive, like <laughs> I figured out which stock is the best, and I made a lot of money. Well, you just have to. Um, I try not to invest in things I don't understand. And yeah. so uh, one thing I will mention is there's um, something about, you know, sp being a speculator versus an investor, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, on the Elon Musk stuff, a lot of speculators who speculate on the price and want to make money off of crypto, um, they that, that's kind of like you're, you're on the fringes and you're basically waiting for Elon's tweet to basically <laughs> figure out what you do with your money. But people who are serious investors, they they double down. Um, they really look forward to using Bitcoin um, or maybe are already using Bitcoin um, and things like that. So, um, you know, the, the younger you start, uh, the more you practice actually using it. And yeah, sure, it's a risk. And maybe you don't have that much money, but um, the younger you are, technically, you have more risk potential. 
that's why when you're younger and you start a stock portfolio or you know just an investment portfolio, m a lot of the times it's uh, if you put high risk, you know, if like you have a an IRA or something like that, they always ask you, do you want medium, high, low risk? Most oftentimes you put medium or high mm -hmm. because um, when you're younger you are pot potentially more capable of making money down the line. When you're older. Um, you don't have as much wiggle room, and so that's why you want to play as safe as possible the older you are yeah. and just get those guaranteed safe returns. So, you know, if you're young and listening, you know, you really have to put it upon yourself to try to practice, um, you know, those principles um, because reading off text is one thing off YouTube and things like that, mm -hmm. but, you know, <laughs> you'll learn once you, like, make a bad investment. Oh, yeah. And it's like it's that's the biggest lesson. You know, yeah. when you invest poorly, it's just like, wow, I'm not doing that again because it hurt me. And so uh, <laughs> the psychology of uh, investing. So, yeah, transitioning to Bitcoin. Yeah, Bitcoin. So um, as I was saying earlier, you know, you want to kind of practice what you preach. Right. Yeah. So it's not just about making money off of crypto. It's about using it. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of sketchiness when it comes to this sort of stuff, because I don't know who, if, if anyone remembers about Silk Road and things like that, about like these very kind of new ways of buying and purchasing things. Of oh, course, yeah. uh, the government can still see what <laughs> you're spending money on with Bitcoin and things like that. So yeah. it's, it's nothing like that. Um, but a lot of people are using Bitcoin. Um, for example, there is a, a small American country, a Central American country, uh, it's called El Salvador, that thinks that uh, – Bitcoin is going to be helpful for their national surf team. So um, they say that uh, Bitcoin has helped El Salvador fund their national team and map out a training facility on March 19, 2021. The men and women Salvadorian surf team signed their first ever paid contracts. These contracts funded by the Bitcoin Beach Initiative make them the only national sports team funded solely by Bitcoin. And so when you see stories like that, it kind of mm -hmm. um, show, gives you more confidence in the cryptocurrency. I know that obviously um, Tesla is a big factor, but you know Tesla is not the only game in town that uses yeah. an exchange yeah. of currency. You know, There's a lot of potential out there. So someone has to take that risk, and so someone did. Um, sometimes when your local currency isn't stable, this is a good alternative, which is I, I think that's why – they made the switch over to Bitcoin yeah. um, in El Salvador. Um, so I find I find that most countries that are very like there's no hesitation to adopt it are like, you know, like Latin American countries where you just see like hyperinflation and it's it's like insane. Like, how are these people supposed to like get anything and like they printed too much money? And you see like these I saw it on Twitter, like these small shacks of uh I think it might have been in Salvador too. It must have been like, um, like a Latin American country. There was a. It was like we accept Bitcoin, and it's right there. The QR code's right there. So, like, it, it makes a whole lot of sense that we need a one currency. The way when you travel and you move around and you're moving money, so that because there's all these fees, right? Like nobody likes fees. Yeah. Fees are like the worst thing. If you ever try to send money from like the United States to Mexico or somewhere out there, the money loses a, a lot of its value. So I think this is a lot better for the customer. There's less middlemen, um, and it feels like everybody's working to keep the infrastructure running because it benefits everybody, right? Like 
if the miners are doing properly the job properly then it functions properly then there's more transactions and people get like the benefit and not having to uh, have their money lose their its value right like you'll send fifty dollars but the fee is like what like 15 bucks yeah uh, it's ridiculous I mean if you travel a lot mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure a lot of people still have like you know that foreign currency still at home you know oh, maybe yeah. you have three different currencies yeah. uh, and things like that with something like cryptocurrency yeah you don't have that issue so mm -hmm. I guess if you have less money that matters more to you those oh, yeah. fifteen dollars those mm -hmm. twenty dollars and you're traveling maybe for a family emergency or things like that those little mm -hmm. you know fees and things like that they're costly uh, so I think you know Maybe the the fees are still too big, um, and it's why you have all these other blockchain technology out there blockchain that's technology. Uh, trying to lower fees for mm -hmm. transactions and things like that. Because ultimately, um, it's it's just part of people being mm -hmm. free to move wherever yeah. they need to and go wherever they can. Um, obviously, post pandemic and all this other yeah. stuff, but uh, you know that this technology should be helpful for that, so that you don't have to worry so much about lugging around. The tons and tons of cash um Who, is there like airports at the bank where you like exchange money yeah that's like that's like such a it seems so weird to me that it loses its like its value right but yeah that's uh that's elon and it's crazy that one guy can like one tweet can move the market like that well it's not it's not like the stock market right he's not it's like an unregulated uh crypto market which is interesting because also because you were, it's like, oh, decentralized. No one person has total influence. But in this moment, it kind of does, right? Like, he's such yeah. a huge figure. He's like, imagine if Steve Jobs was like, crypto is the future. <laughs> it, he would have the exact same capability if he was alive today, I'd feel. Like, he'd be like. Yeah, I think so, um, uh, Rip. And, uh, yeah, it's just interesting. I think, uh, did you see Mark Cuban's tweet about this? No, what he said. I heard he said something. I just didn't know what he said. <laughs> Let me pull it up. Is it good? Is that what you want to pull it up? I think it was more more of a rant, um, and he just had some opinions about uh, just the overall investment of cryptocurrency, hmm. um, and he's he mentioned Doge and and things like that. L let me try to Dude's find loaded. it. Uh, the I know what that Jack. Jack Dorsey was very for it, right? Like, Square is still going to accept Bitcoin, and uh, they're not looking to move anything, like, move away from the direction of Bitcoin. That, that to me, is like, oh, okay, well, Twitter, Square is a different platform, right? Like, I, they want to accept as many forms of currency as possible so they can, you know, make as much money as possible. I just don't think that there's a, th those needed. Like, Square is made for money. Right. Yeah. So what did Mark say? Uh, so he was more concerned about, you know, domestic policy. He says the USA, the USA, the USA is the most entrepreneurial country uh, in the world. As long as that continues, our debt is an investment in our future and holders have USAD that gives them access to it. Our intellectual capital may not show up in GDP, but it drives innovation and the global economy. Our financial risk is less uh, that amount of debt we have on our balance sheet and more the question of whether we support great entrepreneurs from home and attract those from around the world. And so he says, it's alarming the number of crypto investments 
I have made in companies and organizations started by Americans that have moved overseas because of their fear of American legal uncertainty. We are talking multiple companies with market caps in the billions. This needs to change. The change in business that blockchain-based applications will force is at least equal to the impact of the internet. We need to give these companies a reason to stay, not a reason to go. Otherwise, we may find ourselves losing that position as the most entrepreneurial country. And if we are no longer the home of innovation, then we truly may lose our place as the world's reserve currency. It's time for our politicians and CEOs to wake up and understand just what is happening in the crypto world. It's 1995 all over again. We freed the net. Hashtag free crypto. So he just really Bro, wants. Bro, that was, was that one tweet? It was a tweet thread. Oh, uh, so it was a succession of tweets. It was like three or four tweets. That was definitely not 240 characters. That's so long. Um, well, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, you know, I honestly don't. I I don't think I I care too much personally. I think it's okay if you know other countries um, are able to utilize you know Bitcoin and leverage this technology to you know really come out on top. And so you know with the El Salvador case, you know in my thoughts, I think it's great if these smaller countries or countries with a smaller GDP are able to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I th- you know I think his his concern is you know our global competitors will take advantage of us and things like that. Um, but uh, so in that case, um, you know, where another country, what's large country can basically hold more control and power and influence over cryptocurrency, that definitely poses vulnerability. Mm. Um, in the United States, we like to have this uh, free exchange uh, and promote um, basically low, tr- low to no trade barriers. So that's mm. why, you know, believing in the USA and believing in the USA to essentially be the home for entrepreneurs it gives people the confidence that it'll be shared for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's kind of his point, which I understand. Uh, but, you know, I'm not really opposed to other smaller countries really adopting this. And, you know, it really, with Elon's tweet, you know, he's just one guy. But yeah. um, it's great to see other, you know, I guess right now it's just billionaires. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just people that make a lot of money. Yeah, it's, you know, these people uh, are really putting the risk, you know, they're risking their finances on these sort of things, you know, they don't tell you how much, but he kind of mentioned, you know, um, how some of these companies have a market cap of billions and things like that. So it's just, we need more smaller groups in, uh, you know, not we, but in order for crypto to be successful, it definitely needs to be adopted and utilized and leveraged by more smaller units um, to really promote this whole decentralization aspect of it. Yeah, because I'd assume that it's, it benefits them the most, right? Like if it's decentralized, there's no ways to like, like make more and lose its power. But yeah, it's a, you know, I I gotta think about what he said because um, that was a long Twitter thread. <laughs> it's but they are investing a good chunk of money, right? Like I know Gary V invested into Coinbase, and it's like the most pop. Coinbase also dropped, by the way. It it went from like three hundred and thirty to. Like I think like 280 on the stock market, so yeah, yeah. It's a he has some good points. I think in that thread, I just gotta think it over. Yeah, uh, don't feel too bad for those guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> losing their money on I that sort so of stuff. <laughs> I mean, the point is, you're you're definitely taking a risk, and yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> just know that, and um, don't 
don't uh, invest, you know, the money that you seriously need. I mean, this is, I guess this is also not financial advice. My opinion is that I try not to invest, you know, money that I need and, you know, mm-hmm. take that risk because, you know, got to buy the milk. Got to buy the milk? Yeah. Okay, I feel like that. We sit on that topic for like 28 minutes uh, or something. I don't know. I don't know how time works anymore. So uh, let's move on to like some lighter news because I feel like I'm the guy that doesn't shut up about crypto now. Like crypto this, crypto that. Tell everybody about crypto because I feel like this is, a oppor- this is not financial advice. Uh, I think it's a great opportunity for like people that are struggling to uh, – to just get something so okay i feel like i live on youtube do you feel like you live on youtube i love youtube youtube is the like it's always been pretty great to be honest i feel like most people nowadays just watch youtube to learn like youtube university is no joke you can you can learn so much is that a real thing oh yeah there's been billboards that say youtube university (laughs) and it's like you know what it's no joke like all these skills i've learned it's because of youtube and uh, they're, we all know about TikTok, right? Yeah. And YouTube is doing this thing where they, they're really heavily pushing shorts. Like it's they pushed it so much because you know they want a more of more of an audience like TikTok, right? And there's this new update on iOS that I got, where they make shorts very prominent. And I absolutely hate it. It's like, why did you do this? It, it took over the trending page, and uh, are they vertical shorts? Yeah, they're, they're vertical shorts. Yeah, they're uh, they're portrait in portrait, and I don't really, I don't like. Why did you push it onto everybody? Why couldn't this just is this is this the remnants uh, crew of the uh, Google Plus <laughs> <laughs> developers? <laughs> is this <laughs> God? I haven't heard Google Plus in so long. It's. Uh, <laughs> I feel, well, there was a Premiere, right? You know what Premiere is? Not Premiere Pro. Premiering on YouTube. Yeah, yes. Yeah, they try to really push that, and then it flopped. Then they try to push, what was before shorts? There was, like, something else that they did. Um, reels? Reels, I think it was. YouTube uh, Reels, okay. Where it was essentially the same thing. They just changed it to shorts now, and I'm not a fan of the TikTok. I'm not on TikTok. Same. Same. It's like uh, I don't think it's it's for me. Like th- there's more social medias that are sprouting out, and it's like it's kind of difficult to gauge whether you should be on it or not. And to me, it's like TikTok. I could see the appeal, but it's it's just not for me. And uh, I tried to get on it actually, and then I was like, what am I doing? Like it, this is not a good this is not a good investment of my time. Yeah, I, honestly, for myself, um, I. When I do watch YouTube, I just yeah. watch it on a computer instead yeah, of my yeah. phone. And uh, you can you can also see it online, but I don't like the push because it's like there's they're just trying to be too many things. And the legacy of YouTube is it's always been desktop. Like the experience is always better on desktop. They have a really good mobile site. That's that's really great first and foremost. Like it's that's how I r- see YouTube. But this whole push I'm just throw throw in a little ding. I know uh, I I love Spotify, yeah. but um, the videos on YouTube are so good. Oh yeah! If you want to compete yeah. with YouTube, 
in terms of uh, you know video podcasts and things like that, you know, you really need to up your. Uh, what, what's the what's any other video, um, you know, database company? Just Vimeo, right? Is that the only competition I out there? Vimeo is like for snobs, like <laughs> filmmaking snobs. I, I know because you you can just feel it. <laughs> Going to the website, it's er, don't get me wrong. There's so many great like movies that are on there and really great like features it's just i think it's kind of intimidating for people you know I, there's also odyssey uh curiosity stream nebula there's all these places where people are trying to spread it out the the appeal to youtube though is the advertisers right like you can make a living off of youtube and now they're having this creator fund for shorts like both of them are TikTok has a creator fund, so they'll give you money to create videos to keep you on the platform, which I think is great. And YouTube has always done a really great job at having their creators like be appreciated, right? Like yeah. we all have our problems with the website, and like there's certain things that happen where it's like, why did this thing like the 1080p, right? Like, have you seen your update where like the picture quality is not like 1080p, 720p? It's like high or low or medium quality have you seen that update? i have not seen that, that update that's and it's like sad. um why do you even start talking about that yeah like stuff like that we all get angry at that like we clearly know that 1080p is like the best resolution the bigger the number the better the resolution right and that's stuff we don't like but that it's common knowledge for you know at this point i feel maybe it's just my opinion maybe there's a reason why they changed it maybe uh yeah. new users or or huge number of users yeah made it simplified uh to yeah but you can still go in there and uh modify it like to 1080 but you now you got to go in twice and but but back to the shorts and the uh the, the shorts uh fund they've always done a good job but i don't like it because it's like i don't want to watch this like can i just turn this off because every time i freaking click it like the freaking sound just pops out of nowhere like i'll just be trying to go to sleep and then it's like like there's like um freaking people screaming because that's what tiktok is just mm -hmm. people screaming sometimes and yeah like it's i don't know do you care about shorts like what we're a no. little bit older so yeah I don't think yeah it's as, an, appealing. as an older guy i tend to watch you know some longer videos um i can see that the appeal of, of you know trying to compete with tiktok because you know when you try to find uh so i used to love watching uh, sketch comedy, um, mm. like Derek comedy, whereas uh, kind of where uh, what's his name, uh, Donald Glover, where oh. he originated from, Derek comedy uh, mm. from NYU sketch group, and mm. uh, what's it what's it called? The website College Humor was pretty oh, no way. pretty funny. I I really liked watching those videos, and so for myself, you know, trying to find comedic sketch comedy and funny videos, it's been a lot harder to watch on YouTube. Maybe, oh, really? maybe, mm -hmm. maybe it's my uh, search algorithm mm -hmm. or something like that. But uh, I think it's probably easier to find those type of that type of content on TikTok. Yeah. And so maybe, uh, maybe it's just me. Maybe I I messed up my search by looking at too many documentaries. <laughs> uh, but um, maybe that's what they're trying to do: eat up mm -hmm. some of that market share of those more creative videos. Um, yeah. You know, dancing and things like that that the uh, TikTok algorithm is like magic. It just knows what to serve you and it's like infinite scrolling. I really don't like the push for shorts. It, I think it should have been a separate app. Because like it, the trending page is fine where it was. 
there was nothing wrong with it and uh yeah but it's 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 more difficult i haven't heard about college humor you're the first time in like like six or seven years Oh yeah, they 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 had their glory days, and I have no idea what they're doing now. What are they doing? Now? I don't know. Probably the same thing, but same just thing? different. Oh man, that was uh, like the place, you know. Like er- <laughs> everybody watched College Humor. Uh, <laughs> well, before we were in college, you just that's hilarious. Yeah. So, uh, what's the next story? The next story. Well, I'll just briefly talk about exoskeletons. So I I really like exoskeletons. Um, mm-hmm. you know, they have exoskeletons out for engineers and things like that. Um, but I really think that in the future, um, there's going to be more exoskeleton mm-hmm. technology uh, just because, you know, as you get older, you'll have more pains. Standing up will be, be more difficult. And right now, exoskeletons are br- pretty bulky. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think that down the line, there's going to be kind of more compression technology and things like that that really allow people to, at the end of the day, maybe have like power suits. So, like, you know, I'm just sharing this out there. But, you know, envision, you know, maybe 20, I don't know how many years from now, just um, the whole, uh, you know, older population just in power suits and things like that. So uh, That sounds terrifying, <laughs> to be quite honest. It's like your grandma is, like, freaking jacked and has a six-pack for some reason. Yeah. Because the exoskeleton. I mean, if, you know, if grandma's going grocery shopping and, you know, like, it's a sketchy neighborhood, but she has her power suit, I think I feel more you know, comfortable with, with her going out there, you know, because not everyone will stay at home. P- people will still feel like, mm-hmm. I'm an adult. I can go yeah. do these things. And, you know, I don't see the, the issue, you know, like if you are if you can do it, why not? And, you know, just being more empowered. Yeah, it's kind of scary, right? Yeah, I don't want to think about exoskeletons at the moment. <laughs> I could see, like, Boston Dynamics doing that. They already did a really good job with, like, the, you've seen the, the videos, right, where the, he, like, kicked a dog. It's yeah. not a dog, it's like a the machine. Spot, yeah, I call Spot. it the dog it also, it's, yeah. It's supposed to be a dog, right? And uh, that's just terrifying. And that's like the beginning of the technology, right? Clearly it was very difficult to make. Owned by Hyundai by like a large percentage. Oh, really? Boston uh, Dynamics. Yeah, Hyundai bought them. Uh-huh. Not Hyundai or Kia? I think it was yeah. Hyundai. Hyundai? Yeah. Um, Korea has been investing tremendously into like robot technology and all this sort of stuff. So really? Very cool. Why stuff. is that? Um, it's just been, it's just part it's part of their their thing, um, mm-hmm. the technology and things like that. I mm-hmm. believe they all, they there's some restaurants that have kind of like no servers, so it's mm-hmm. like a robot that comes up to you and delivers your food and things like that. Oh. Um, so they they're investing in that type of technology because it it yeah. can help you know elderly people yeah. and it can help you know uh, in you know fire rescue dangerous yeah. situations and things like that uh-huh. uh, where you can send a spot to like save mm-hmm. someone or l- I think the bigger one that stands up you know that yeah. if they can carry someone mm-hmm. out from a, f- a flaming building yeah. or things like that or sending supplies um, because obviously in our natural disasters like earthquakes um, yeah. those sort of things are pretty bad so if you can s- if why risk a human when you can send a robot yeah. um, and things like that so but Definitely. What happens when the the robot gains artificial intelligence and consciousness? Yeah, so will he be like, no, I don't want to go there. Well, you know, I I think the robot will understand that it's not a human and that it will save humans. I think yeah. the primary <laughs> was it primary directive or whatever it's called uh, for AI technology is yeah. to benefit humanity. I know a lot of AI developers, AI leaders. They always talk about 
being human centric and trying to help humanity and and things like that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of you know Elon's definitely scared of it. Uh, yeah. uh, a lot of the reason is also because artificial intelligence will do everything better than human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, allegedly, um, you know, will they be as creative as human beings? Maybe, Maybe. if you if you can learn through machine learning and things like that, it's, it could be mm-hmm. possible. Um, but you know, I I personally just think it's okay. Um, you know, life changes. <laughs> just okay. In, in my mind, it's kind of just the evolution of of life. Um, you know, mm-hmm. humans are weird creatures. We do things weird. You know, yeah. we created uh you know this this current kind of crisis of climate change right human mm-hmm. um induced climate change um by all our production of like waste and things like that and so you know we're part of it's weird it's no animal does it we mm-hmm. do it's kind of odd um but at the same time it's just that next step in just life yeah. evolution well it's even though there's like a lot of problems there's like a lot of smart people trying to solve them too at the same time right so i think it's very optimistic and the exoskeleton the idea of like you know some like a regular person being able to be given like the strength to like lift a car and like save someone's life uh maybe like a like a fire department or something you give them some exoskeletons and they're able to like california right like the the wildfires are so bad so we can create these robots and help out and like like really push and save lives and you know i think that's where ai is going right like try to be optimistic about it it just reminds me a lot about irobot you know (laughs) what you were saying uh that the human object the purpose is artificial intelligence and its objective is to help out humanity it just reminds me about that like uh like the three rules what is it like the first rule uh you gotta search it up it's like three objectives and the second one, the second and third one were like, uh, like the first one is uh, help out humanity. The second one is do no harm, I think. And then like, it's kind of like a doctor though. And I forgot what the third one was, but it like kind of created like a gray area between the second and the third one. Maybe this is it. Uh, the three laws are one, a robot may not injure a human being or through inaction allow a human being to come to harm. Two. A robot must obey orders given to it by human beings, except where such orders would conflict with the first law. And three, a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law. Yeah, see, they all kind of intermingle, and I find that interesting. Cause you, isn't, doesn't that just create gray area for the robot? Well, so if you're interested in this sort of stuff, and it's, I, I think it's a doozy, uh, yeah. look into stuff like Boolean logic. And yeah. just just logic in general, mm-hmm. um, and there's stuff. There's something called discrete math. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to put it into like mathematical formats and things like mm-hmm. that, you kind of have to do that sort of work in order to feel more confident in just the way that logic mm-hmm. works. Like the decision making process. Yeah. yeah. So if this happens, then that happens. Yeah. Um, um, and just in case two certain situations are both competing um, for mm-hmm. an, an answer, you know. How will it resolve? Um, and I think you know a lot of these scientists, a lot of these engineers, um, have really thought about these things um, mm-hmm. and simplified it to this point. Yeah. Um, so personally, I, I will I will trust it. Um, yeah, I think people are becoming more comfortable with 
like letting machines do certain decisions, right? Like we like maps, right? Like people are comfortable with being told where to make the you know make a left turn here, make a right turn there. So we're becoming increasingly more okay with them making these decisions, which I think is good, right? Because there's it's good and it's bad. Um, it's it's good bad when it updates. <laughs> when the update messes everything up. Oh my up. gosh, the updates! Please stop with the software updates sometimes. Windows. It's a, uh, but it's good because you know humans can only make so many decisions throughout the day, so it just kind of like weans away from that. And uh, yeah, like those those three laws. I wonder if they're programmed into like everything. Is that like you know copy paste some code here and then throw it in there? That, that's the only way, right? Like, it, is that a law yet? Because I know that there's like they're starting to make laws regarding it. I'm just assuming uh, I watched this documentary about like transhumanism, mm -hmm. which is basically going beyond your human capabilities. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, um, extra arms, you know, mm -hmm. increasing your vision, increasing your senses and things like that. And yeah. they talked about how there's uh, lawyers drawing up laws protecting, you know, cyborg rights and things like that. Oh, so yeah. I would assume. That, and, and I think that the Amazon um, delivery robot also has pedestrian rights. Really? Yeah, so there are they have rights. So, right, if, like, you, if you hit it with your car, you know, you're liable or something oh, like really? that. Oh, really? What if you hit it by accident? <laughs> <laughs> like, how would they know it's for real track? Some people are really scared about it, though, and uh, it's completely understandable, right? Like, we don't even know what – you can't even, like, know – you can't even like break down the human brain. We can only do it to a certain extent, right? We don't know everything. And now we're trying to replicate it. And uh, it's extremely difficult, but uh, kudos to the people that are trying to do that. I'm not trying to do that, Sam. Yeah, so if you're an engineer out there, um, you gotta do your work and maybe hire some PR. So, <laughs> you know, so give some opportunities to some youngster who's been, you know, studying all this stuff out there who can communicate it uh, more effectively. That way, everyone feels better about, you know, those products. And then, you know, anytime that a complaint comes by, they can better handle it for you and explain it. Because if you just use these this technical jargon, it, people are still going to be scared. Yeah, I think it's the, the jargon that people don't, like, scared of technology. Well, we're already kind of – I think it's like the phone, right? It's like the – everyone's got a phone. Eventually, everybody's going to have a neural link inside their brain. I already agreed to a third version. It's like, <laughs> just uh, third, first version, you're beta testing. Second version, it's a little bit better, but not better. Third is like where they find their steps. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, we're every time a new technology comes, we kind of get scared. I rem I was looking at Twitter and someone shared mm -hmm. this picture of when electricity was coming out, <laughs> and what? I, I think it was like a, a it looked like a a, a the a light bulb was on top of this. Um, What's it called? On top of oh, telephone wires, and uh, it looked like a skull, and it looked like a spider, and then everyone was well. screaming and running away because of the electricity running through yeah. the air and things like that. What? That that sounds kind of crazy to me. It's a really really cool uh, picture. I, I forgot where I was looking at it, but yeah. Uh -huh. So I guess in the past, you know, putting telephone wires and telephone yeah. cables out there, you know, was kind of scary because like, oh, is it emitting something? All this radiation and things like that. Radiation. You, know, you get scared about it. Um, oh. And you know, like phones also emit radiation a small amount, right? Yeah. Or like, you know, they tell you it's bad to have your laptop on your lap because of the, you know, the heat. The heat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mess up. Yeah. Mess it up down there. <laughs> Has there been studies on that? Because 
<laughs> Probably. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, that kind of makes sense, right? They're like, there's some... That's an important region, so I, I, I'm region. pretty sure people have invested in <laughs> research. Yeah. It's, I remember that when phones were coming out, like cell phones, everybody had it to their head, and they're like, don't do that, because it emits radiation, and you might get, like, X, Y, and Z. It's just like, whoa. Is it really? <laughs> well, I mean... This is technically, it's not, you know, it's still not artificial intelligence, which thinks, you know, yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be thinking like a human, right? Yeah. Um, so I guess there's that element too, which um, for, there's, from what I understand, there's stuff like black box, um, out, you know, uh, machine learning type stuff. So you don't really what know what's that? going on inside. Oh, right, right. That's, that's where it gets comp. I think Facebook did something along the same lines where like a program was creating its own language. It's like, wh- like, shut it down. Like, let's shut it down. They made a good decision. You know, shut it down. Don't, uh, we don't understand what it's doing. Um, but can we really pull the plug once it's, like, it starts to garner, like, a, our, like Ultron, right? Like, the, you've seen Marvel movies, right? <laughs> right. I mean, you know, okay. So, at first, I was thinking that it's not too scary, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, a lot of the... A lot of machine learning has to do with neural networks mm-hmm. and that sort of thing, um, and basically having um, algorithms compete each against each other to basically mm-hmm. come up with an answer, cross-checking. Sometimes it's three different, um, you know, uh, programs running at the same time, um, trying mm-hmm. to come up with an answer, and then you know whatever you connect it up to will be it. So for th- that doesn't scare me or anything like that, or, or doesn't put you know any fear in, into me. Um, but then also you kind of have to think about it. Robots are making robots right now uh, <laughs> with AI because of Tesla. Yeah, right? yeah. The robot arms, I have like – I'm not sure if they do have AI or not. Uh, but if they do mm-hmm. have AI, then they're creating the Tesla cars, which technically have AI also, right? Yeah. So it's like it's kind of already happening. Already. But just on like a very small scale, right? Like it's, it's like evolution, right? Like it, it does one thing like we were – a single cell organism now we're multi-cell organisms so it feels like it's kind of starting it's kind of scary but it's also kind of cool at the same time it's like oh where do we go from here man like, to the moon to the moon all right we're gonna what are we at right now 50 50 minutes all right i think um we're good for right now anything else yeah, and just to that point, there's also compliance and regulations that make um, all these things, you know, a lot safer as we go along, um, which is also included. So, you know, to to the point is, you know, there's always going to be people interested in, you know, protecting each other. And, you know, I like to think that a lot of these developers are benevolent. Yeah. And so, you know, but still, we've got to take this technology to go to the moon. To go to the moon. You know, I'm Again. surprised we don't have a colony on the moon. Like, what, what happened to that? It's like, how do you swing a hammer on the moon? Can you swing a hammer on the moon? I'll just let the robot do it. Let you just let the robot do it? How, do, how would we build a house on the moon? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying anymore. All right, guys. <laughs> um, so that's it for the podcast this week. Um, thank you for Dorian for joining me on this one. Hopefully thank the you for audio, having me. Hopefully the audio quality is a lot better because this guy's a sound genius. And, uh, yeah, so just before I sign off, um, I put together some free presets on my website that people can go through. Um, you can always tweet at me, at Isaac Muhangos with uh, one A. 
and uh, all my socials are down below. Do you want to? Do you have a social? Do you want? Uh, not at the moment. Not at the moment. So, well, we'll get to that. He needs to make a Twitter or something. And then, um, yeah, make sure to follow me on the Foundation app and upvote me as I'm trying to sell some NFTs. But at the end of the day, I thank you so much for your time and your attention. My name is Ashton Hangos, and I'll catch you in the next one. All right, cut. <laughs>